Who's in the house? Let me out. There's far, there's going too far, then there's us, a tad too far, where we take ideas far, then bring them back here for you. Hi, everyone. I'm Athena, here with Taj. Hey! And Dee. Yo. <laughs> and this is round three of a Movie Mashup, where we take two movies that have the same word in them and put them together into one film. And my word was, was house. And so the two movies I chose... <clears throat> We're Big Mama's house, and <laughs> and come on over to Barney's house, nice. which was still technically a movie, <laughs> but it is with Barney the dinosaur. Wow, <laughs> those two together. Wow, my so, my. Hey, okay, I, I, I'll I'll hold the suspense because I'm trying to figure out: Does he dress up as Barney? Does he dress up as Big Mama? <laughs> Or does Barney dress up as Big Mama? Big Mama Barney. <laughs> Big Mama Barney. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I love Big Mama Barney, can I have some candy? I love it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, I, I have my title, Barney and Mama. Just plain, simple. And I have the um, movie opening up the same way that Big Mama house actually starts with the dogfight scene in Korea and they discover that that Martin Lawrence's character and the uh, other guy Paul Giamatti's character mm. are uh, undercover FBI agents mm. so I still have all of that happening I have them going and setting up the surveillance across the street from Big Mama's house all of that is like how excuse me mine's gonna start Except for as they're setting up surveillance, I have them realizing who Big Mama's neighbor is, that it's Barney the Dinosaur. Mm. And so when um, Sherry and Trent, her son, show up to Big Mama's house, I still have Martin Lawrence in there as Big Mama, and I have Trent noticing that it's Barney next door and convincing his mom to let him go over and play with the other kids at Big, at Barney's house. Mm-hmm. And which actually works out better for the FBI because now it's just them and Sherry in the house trying to find out. Because in the movie, they think that she had something to do with the bank robbery and everything right. with her ex-boyfriend. And so with Trent over at Barney's house, they're able to get to solving that a lot quicker but they start noticing some strange things happening at Barney's house because in the um, Come On Over to Barney's House movie, there's different like nursery rhyme characters that show up and you only see like their arms and they're, they're, they don't ever come into the house. Mm. So like Wee Willie Winky is there and it shows like his pajamaed arms with a clock asking if all the kids are in bed. And then he goes away and then Jack from Jack and Jill shows up. And Barney's reminding him to be careful and protect his head. And, and then he goes away, and then the big bad wolf from Three Little Pigs shows up. And so I actually have Lester um, Vesco, the, the bad guy played by Terrence Howard, being that guy, trying to get in disguise and get into Barney's house 
because that's where his secrets are. Mm-hmm. And so he's got to get in there, and he knows that Trent's over there. And so I have the FBI realizing what's happening kind of around the same time that Barney is noticing. I mean, Barney's not letting anything happen because Barney knows about stranger danger and all that. Nice. <laughs> so this right. guy's not getting into his house. But the FBI, who have been recording everything from across the street, have noticed it as well. And so Martin Lawrence as Big Mama go over there and try to figure it out. But I have Lester coming over and getting Sherry like he does in the movie and trying to take her with him. But the uh, Big Mama and them find like see him over across the way in Big Mama's house. And so they go back and have Barney lock down all the kids and keep them safe. And they go in busting in like they do in the movie. <laughs> and uh, Paul... Giamatti's character, who is Agent John Maxwell, still gets shot in the arm in the gun battle. <laughs> and Martin Lawrence still comes in and kicks Lester's tail. And then backup arrives because Barney called him in from over in his house. <laughs> and so I don't have bit the real big mama, Hattie Mae, finding out about Martin Lawrence dressing up as her at all. I just have... Barney and John and Malcolm all being heroes for saving the day and keeping the kids safe and not letting Sherry get kidnapped. And they discover that Sherry had nothing to do with it, and it all ends happy. <laughs> so why doesn't Barney get to fight? I just, that's all I want. Because I want Barney he's a T-Rex. Just... He can't fight. Yes, he can. <laughs> he could bite an arm off. He could swing his tail no, and knock Barney's somebody out. Barney's nice. Barney calls authority. Barney is nice until he don't need to be nice. Barney is gangster. He's just letting the FBI handle it. I want Barney to get dirty. I want Terrence Howard to try and come in the house and Barney get him with the two-piece with the short arms and bite his ankle off and and him have to crawl back to the to to whatever he came from. Yeah, I want Barney to get dirty. Barney need to get gangster. That's all I'm saying. So you want Barney to be like I tried to be nice, now you're going to see purple. <laughs> I just went, I hit you. Uh. Oh, me. You don't hit me. Uh. Wow. Get away from my family. That's what, that's what I want. I yeah. want Barney to come out and make a song out of kicking your tail. With Barney whoops ass and the story, then that story goes to number one. It hits the box office charts. <laughs> Barney in a fight takes you. They don't want an Oscar for Barney fighting in that movie. Yeah, it's gangster. Yeah, you can't get past that. Place you, place you need either the kids or somebody on the side when when he does throw that first punch. Go, oh, I'm saying like, get up, BJ, Barney, <laughs> baby bop over there. Like, don't do what I do, kids. Right. <laughs> Ask a parent before doing this. Right. <laughs> Stranger danger. <laughs> Knock him out the box for it. That's what I want. I want Barney boxing. Okay. Wow. Other than that, I love the story. Wow. I love it. I love it. Okay. So on the flip side of that. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the opposite side of that situation. All right. So I took two movies. One was from 1971. Uh, the other one's from 2009. The one from 1971 is called The House That Dripped Blood. Oh. oh. I'm not sure I've seen that one, but the title just sounds good. Yes, it's, it's where we wanted. We know somebody that would truly like it because <laughs> yeah. it's a horror film. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we need to tell them about that. But, yeah, The House That Dripped Blood. And 
The other side of that is The Last House on the Left, right. which is a movie 2009. That was more of a thriller situation. So the first one was horror. The last one was thriller. I put them two together and said, uh, The Last House that dripped blood on the left. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. And the, the what was cool about The Last House on the Left was they... It's one of those horror movies where they start because the problem with movies nowadays is like everybody's like smartphone, cell phone. So they it's one of those purposely made it back in the day you know, before all that. Before, yeah. So all you have are pay phones, and when you watch it, you're like, yeah. If you had a cell phone, this movie wouldn't work. But wow. if you set it before, then you're like pay phones, and you get that nostalgia. But it's also like, yeah, this is <laughs> pretty much yeah. So the premise of both was um, the house. That dripped blood. Uh, that was a story that happened in the UK. Uh, it stars uh, John Bennett. He plays an inspector called Inspector Holloway. And he comes across this murder scene or a disappearance at this house where um, basically this uh, horror actor bought the house and stayed in the house. And so as he's going into the house and doing his investigation, he's trying to figure out what happened to the horror actor. And then there's other, like, three other horror directors that are there that had lived there in the house, and they all mysteriously disappeared as well. So the house has got its own little haunted setting with it. People are thinking it's like, you know, some ghost up there and killing people. Really, it's just somebody who's a serial killer who kills horror movie actors and directors. So he's trying to find that culprit. Um, on the flip side, the last house on the left was about a family that went to a remote part of was Delaware or Maine around area. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it was back before they had the whole cell phone and, and technology age. So really and truly, they go to stay in this house like a vacation house. But there is somebody who breaks out of jail, who's got a couple of accomplices. It's and they find the family at the house, pretty much torment them, trying to kill them inside the house so how i approached it was the the house that dripped blood was actually an anthology Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean multiple four different stories attached to that particular story um that how that's how he was able to find a killer and this situation is i mashed the two together so i say it's a family who goes to this house from uh, let's say modern day airbnb situation Mm -hmm. Come to find out there's three other individuals who are already staying there in the house. Those three individuals happen to be horror directors. And they have one horror actor who they're all trying to make up like a mega story for. Well, in the midst of them, the family being there, they're all sitting down at the table and they're finding out different stories that these horror directors are are coming up with for this actor. And then the lights go out. And then next thing you know, you look up and the actor is gone, but you got blood on the table where he's at. So everybody's thinking it's a joke at first, but come to find out, no, it's it's really real. Like, that's real blood. So people start disappearing after they're telling their stories. And we're trying to figure out what's going on. Well, it's a serial killer who had escaped out the nearby jail who wind up coming to the house and is taking everybody out. Yikes. So the family has to figure out how to survive and how to get away from the situation and they have no technology or, or anything available because it's all out of service. They have no service, they can't use their cell phones, they can't call anybody out, they can't set an hour online, can't do nothing. So they're stuck on that in that house on that island. So like ten little Indians type of thing. Pretty much. Okay. So but is the 
Was the killer in the room? The killer was in the house the whole time. Okay, but the killer wasn't at the dining table. No, they, okay. the killer was the killer was like in the attic, like above them. Okay, and you. listening to all the stories and how whoever, however that person died, or however they think that actor was supposed to die in the story, that's how he would kill the director. Mm. So one said the actor would die in a in a shower scene, kind of like a psycho theme, and so he put that director in the shower and killed him. The next director said um, that he was going to get electrocuted. And so the guy, like, duct tape a fork around his hand and made him stick it in a socket and electrocute him. Like, I'm not trying to scare you. I see, I see the look on Athena's <laughs> face. She's like, I don't want to watch that. No. <laughs> yeah, that's that was my theme. The last house to drip blood on the left. And that's where it came from. All right, I like it. So the killer's the one also doing making the power go out, so yes. that he can get his victim. Yes, the killer's the one making the power Thanks. go out. He's in control of everything in the house. He can lock all the doors. Can't nobody get out. Can't nobody do anything. Wow. And then he cleans it all up and then rents it out next summer. No, I'm just kidding. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, all right. So for mine. Um, I, I don't know why I had a hard time with this one, but the one I'm settling on is uh, bringing down the man of the house. Uh, <laughs> I already see where this is going. <laughs> so the two movies are bringing down the house and then man of the house. So uh, bringing down the house is uh, Queen Latifah with uh, Steve Martin, Steve Martin. and mm-hmm. uh, oh, what's the other guy's name? Um, um yeah. together yeah, together yeah in the comedy so huh. and it's a like a quasi romantic comedy because with steve martin is uh like 50 years old and they're separated him and his wife are separated and so he's trying to date eugene levy yeah yes, eugene Le- yeah because he is a he's Hold a on. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just picturing the three of them together. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. well, Steve Martin and Eugene Levy are both lawyers. Okay. But Steve Martin's, like, separated with his wife, so he's trying to get out there and date, right? Because they're in the process of going through a divorce. And so he gets a match with this other lawyer, but ends up being Queen Latifah, who's a, a convict. Actually, a convict who just got out of jail. Oh, yeah. no. And so okay. she, she's wanting him to take her case to prove her innocence, right? And so she, like, keeps pestering him. She moves into his house, yeah, she right? she moves into the house. <laughs> yeah. And so the kids are there, and she slowly helps the kids, like, through problems. So, and then um, <laughs> at the end of it, uh, Steve Martin finally gets back with his wife, and her and Eugene Levy actually hook up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ew. Uh, That's a horror picture in itself. Okay. I'm not trying to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy. yeah. So... Man of the House is um, Tommy Lee Jones uh, is U.S. Marshals. Long story short, a, a group of cheerleaders mm-hmm. uh, see or need to go into witness protection, but they don't want to give up their tour of doing all the cheerleading cheerleading championships. Yeah, that's what they're going for. University of Texas cheerleaders. Yeah, so Tommy Lee Jones uh, is now their new coach, and he goes with them. Um, Oh, and protects them so okay and then basically you know he finds the killers and, and all that and i think he falls for the the head coach yeah he follows wow. he falls in love with the head coach <laughs> who's who's basically trying to protect him as well but yeah it's 
Tommy Lee Jones, Kelly Garner, uh, Monica Kina, Christina Milian, all that whole little wow. bunch right there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the only thing I can come up with story-wise that makes sense, and I hate to do it, is I'm going to have to cut out Steve Martin and Eugene Levy and Tommy Lee Jones and basically do like a sister act, but with Queen Latifah on the run, which she joins as a head coach of a cheerleading team. I like that. I like that. That word. That actually sounds better that than works. those other movies. Yeah, I like that. That's gangster. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because there's a scene in her bringing down the house where like um, the teenage daughter is this guy is like trying to hit on her. And she actually like pushes him over the balcony and is holding him by his feet. And she's like, no means no. So I can totally picture that scene in this movie with the cheerleaders. Because yeah. you know some guy's going to be like, she's like, no means no. No yeah. means no. Because you can't. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just because they're a cheerleader doesn't mean you disrespect them. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. You, you don't disrespect any woman. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's perfect for that storyline. I like She's, that. Queen Batif is tough. She, she can protect tough. them. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah, and she has that street smarts and her old swagger. <laughs> she has some, yeah. I can't see her cheering though. I can see her pumping them on the chair. Yeah, 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 yeah. That works. That works. And it'd be filmed. It'd be filmed in, in Texas. <laughs> it'd be <filmed>. yeah. <laughs> Go ET. No, I'm playing. Right. I'm playing. All right. So yeah, I can see that. that I works. like it. You like it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the best one. That's the best one. Yeah. I mean, because I feel bad to cut off Steve Martin. And, you took and all Tom the men out. You yeah. made that a girl movie. Yeah. yeah. That's the title. Bringing down the man of the house. Yeah. yeah I like that. <laughs> Taking them all out. Yeah. That's good. Good? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like it. Nice. All right. So. Uh, if y'all actually put that movie together, we want copyright. <laughs> Saltage. Bibs. <laughs> They're actually supposed to be doing a Sister Act 3. I oh, hope no. No, no, no. They're supposed to be bringing Barney back. Maybe they'll bring him back bad. So he can fit these things. Bad Barney. Oh, I love it. Bad Barney. Yeah. Hey, hey. Make Barney fight. Have him come back with a gold chain? No. No. Not at all. I would just have him come back and bite somebody's leg off. <laughs> like, and he realize. Coach all the little ones. I am a T Rex. Yeah. I'm telling you. I am a T Rex. Oh my goodness. I will take care of you. <clears throat> Barney. Jurassic stop. <laughs> wow. You say, I'll go Jurassic on that ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. At the fringes of perception, beyond the boundaries of your mind, just past the glow of the firelight, out of the corner of your eyes, you will find an edge case. Edge Case Podcast, coming September 10th. Learn more at edgecasepod.com. All right. Any, uh, any other movies you guys thought about doing, but you didn't? Uh, for House? No. No? No. Every, everything I said House, I thought about messing with Animal House. Oh, um, yeah. Gosh. I thought about messing with House on Haunted Hill. I thought about messing with Haunted House, the, the comedy series. Oh, yeah. The, the movies. But I was like, nah, let me, let me do something obscure. 
Yeah. <laughs> Make it sound scary. I like that. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of horror movies with House in the title. Yes. And I was, I don't know, I, after already doing Dark, I didn't want to do two more horror movies together. I didn't mind doing horror. Well, I didn't want to do horror. I wanted to do suspense, thriller type gotcha. situation. And that's what this mostly was, was it's not about the actual horror act of something happening. It's just about, hey, these things could happen if you give them life to do so. so. Right. Yeah. I didn't think of anything. I had just watched Barney's House. That's why I picked House. Oh, okay. Like, I've got to find something simple. To, but there is a lot of scary stuff with House. Yes. Yeah. A lot. So, so let's, let's not make houses scary. Let's try to flip houses around. <laughs> right? So, okay. Uh, well, please uh, find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And um, on our website at uh, tadtofar.com, T-A-D-T-O-F-A-R.com. And uh, intro and outro music has been done by... Full Blown Beats and Full Blown Beats with a Z at mail.com. And uh, so please subscribe and listen to all future and past episodes and rate and review and and all that fun stuff. All right. Bye. Go Jurassic on that (laughs) end.